On today's episode, nuclear batteries may be the future. Today's episode is brought to you by engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. For three decades now, the development of personal electronic devices like laptops, tablets, and smartphones has literally tethered consumers to an inescapable need, charging. USB power is more important than Wi-Fi connectivity in many public spaces like airports and hotels, and it's now essential in transportation as well, from jet airliners to pickup trucks. Battery technology is limited by electrochemistry, but there is another possibility, and that's nuclear power. Not the fission-generated heat familiar from power plants, but the harnessing of other nuclear processes on a scale small enough to potentially power personal electronic devices. Beijing Betavolt New Energy Technology Company has announced an atomic energy source miniaturized into a form factor similar to chemical batteries, approximately a half inch square in less than a quarter of an inch thick. The first production batteries called BV100 are expected to have a lifetime of 50 years, delivering one-tenth of a milliwatt of power at three volts. That's a very small amount of power, but state-of-the-art semiconductors are highly efficient, and the battery could provide enough energy to run smart devices, possibly maintaining them in a standby mode even when the main batteries are discharged. And since the output is continuous, the units can push charge into a lithium-ion battery even when the unit is switched off or idle. Potential industrial uses are numerous, with the very promising possibility of self-powered sensor suites that will be ideal for use in drones and networked industrial equipment. So how does it work? Beta decay is the key to low-current, long-life power. Radioactive elements emit beta particles as one form of ionizing radiation, and beta is much less penetrating than gamma radiation, making it ideal for radioisotope batteries because of minimal shielding requirements and simple safety procedures in production and use. The beta source for the BV100 is two wafers of nickel-63, two microns thick, sandwiched between layers of 10 micron thick single crystal diamond semiconductor. Current is produced directly in the semiconductor wafers by creation of electron-hole pairs in the diamond lattice as the ionizing radiation passes through. As a non-thermal process, it's much simpler than the other solid-state nuclear technology, which uses thermocouples to convert decay heat into current. The phenomenon has been known since the 1970s, but current yields were low with conventional semiconductor materials. But fourth-generation semiconductors using novel forms of carbon, such as carbon nanotubes, promise to increase performance considerably. Betavolt's production battery will never power current-hungry devices such as electric vehicles, but as a low-current and essentially perpetual energy source, the ability to top off lithium-ion batteries, even when the device is idle or off, could make future personal devices like smartphones operate without charging at all, using the lithium-ion technology as an accumulator. Disadvantages? Possibly the disposal of end-of-life batteries, since they will likely outlive the devices that they power, but this issue has been dealt with in the past, notably with ionization-type household smoke detectors. The next step, Beta is currently researching other isotopes such as strontium-90, promethium-147, and deuterium with an eye toward higher power units with service lives of 2 to 30 years. Well, that's it for today's audio version of This Week in Engineering, brought to you by Engineering.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe to Engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. You can also watch this podcast as a video along with our other exclusive series only on engineering.com TV. Thanks for tuning in.